Listening to the 10 Podcast, the discovery and design channel in health. Tune in with your host, Matt Patterson, to learn more about insights from the world of healthcare today. everybody and uh, welcome back to the podcast. I have hopefully a very interesting discussion this morning to have with Nadine and Ryan about the future of healthcare and a piece of work, well, their background and what they've been doing, but also a piece of work that's come out of COVID-19 that has interest in relation to designing a better healthcare future. Uh, good morning, guys. Thank you very much for coming on the podcast. Good morning. Can I perhaps, Ryan, uh, start with yourself and ask you to introduce who you are and a bit about your background and how we got here today? Sure. So my name's Ryan Kersey and I'm a plastic surgery registrar in the Oxford Deanery. Um, and I'm also a massive, massive fan uh, and advocate for frontline clinical innovation. And it's something I've been involved in for a number of years um, and trying to kind of break down those silos and share innovation was how uh, we ended up coming towards WeShare, you know, working with a great team with Nadine and, and Peter and Max has uh, been a, a great experience in this journey so far. Brilliant. Well, welcome this morning. We'll come on to WeShare in a bit and we'll find out more about that. So Nadine, good morning. Uh, get a bit more about your uh, location and your uh, your history and how you've got here today. Yeah, uh, also a plastic surgeon. Uh, I work in London at Guy's and St. Thomas's Hospital. Uh, and like Ryan, have been a, a huge advocate as well for the opportunities for frontline innovation and have had the real pleasure of working with Ryan and a number of the other members of the team over several years now, trying to work within different avenues and different groups to drive that belief that actually on the front line, we can make a big difference because we see a lot of the problems firsthand and we can drive a lot of those changes. Uh, just a couple of other hats that I wear that hopefully lend itself to what we're also trying to do at WeShare is I am the clinical lead for innovation at Guy's and St. Thomas's. So really that role is to help place a clinician in that role to help really emulate and drive that frontline culture that innovation solutions can be kind of built within and, and deliver services within. And also I um, am the founder and CEO of Proxmi, which is um, a company that's uh, delivering care and surgery. But today really hopefully can share with you our journey with WeShare. That'll be fabulous. Welcome this morning. So I'm looking at WeShare now uh, on the app that I have on my phone. And it says that WeShare is a growing global community of clinicians and scientists sharing best practices and innovation, innovative solutions for COVID-related healthcare challenges. Um, Perhaps you could tell me a little bit more about how it, got to this phase where I can look at this as an app on my phone and what was it trying to what is it trying to achieve so I suppose to take a step back pre um, COVID and pre WeShare as Nadine said that we have in a number of different places tried to encourage innovation sharing amongst clinicians because the thing with healthcare is that we all face very similar challenges and I'm not just speaking in within Oxford within the UK or, or or even kind of within the NHS, internationally healthcare has very common challenges. And there are pockets of amazing solutions of how you challenge those issues and how you adapt and and create a really positive impact. We, when COVID first started, um, I was on a, a Slack channel and the amount of noise coming with people saying, I've done this or I haven't done this. And on Facebook was the same and on Twitter was the same. You see, this is, this is crazy. There's all these pockets of people, but no good 
good central place in which people can go to to say, look, I have an issue with delivering X, and that could be delivering how we look after our post-operative cancer patients or how we prehab our joint replacements. Um, I have this issue. Or alternatively, I have this solution that we've implemented which happens to be exactly what you're after. And this is the impact we've had of it. And these are the challenges. So we wanted to create a site to, um, to, to, to act as that conduit. Um, so we put a shout out on LinkedIn to say, are there any groups that could help us? Um, and a company came forward called 7 Billion Ideas who have been amazing. And they repurposed their uh, internal innovation platform for us to use um, to, to create this international innovation sharing site. I mean, I, 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 I mean, that's, I would agree with Ryan. And actually just to add to that, the, the challenges that we often have, it's not even within, you know, different hospitals. We sometimes see this even within the same hospital, different departments will have a similar challenge and yet might be using different solutions or sourcing or looking for different solutions. And it's really about, you know, how do we share? How do we crowdsource? experiences, share the things that work, share the things that don't work. How do we approach it in a problems approach? We're actually, you know, this is my problem, you know, who has a solution that can help it or has experienced a solution that can solve this problem and let's learn together. And I think in that approach, we can therefore adapt much more of a, that kind of agile approach to solving some of these problems as opposed to, you know, trying to boil the ocean. Let's actually think about some of these problems that we're all having and let's try and find some solutions that already exist that can address that. And we've really always been really passionate about crowdsourcing that knowledge and sharing it, but also um, recognizing that it's never just one group. You know, it's, it's all healthcare professionals, whether it's nurses or doctors or physios or porters, it could be anyone within a hospital that, that is facing that challenge or within a health system outside a hospital that has a challenge. It could be social care, it could be home care. And I think also it allows these platforms and allow that more interdisciplinary approach, which we've always been quite passionate about as well. You know, it allows designers to come together and engineers and other industries to see some of these challenges and think, well, you know, we actually had a similar solution that served a different purpose. Maybe we can repurpose it for this. And so that, that was really kind of the, the impetus as well behind this. So I'm sure you both know that you're preaching to the choir in myself because I spent the last 15, 20 years on trying to work on that kind of stuff in many guises. Um, and with that mindset, it's a huge system design there we're talking about. There are probably thousands and thousands of factors. And in a way, it seems like you're at that stage where you're trying to make the invisible visible. There's all this knowledge, all this capability that you're trying to take out of people's minds and brains and solutions and departments and operating theatres and get it into a shared common ground where A can match B, Z can match Y, what have you. Uh, and I think that's really exciting. At the moment, it sort of feels, I had a little look through the, through the site and this thing, it sort of feels a bit like a jobs list, a jobs board or a kind of craze list for solutions at the moment. Some of the early things we'd come across in the web, which is kind of a platform where you're trying to get A to match B, which is Nadine, just as you talked about then. I've personally had quite a lot of experience of doing a similar kind of thing with 10 in trying to match skill sets to challenges and one of the main issues and the hard things to overcome there is in running a two-sided platform you need a really you need quite a lot of sort of power in the engine to keep that thing up and running and, and, and performing effectively from marketing to day-to-day -day management to curation and those factors you guys are obviously super busy <laughs> Nadine with your two full-time key roles and Ryan as well how how is that how is that 
actually feasible at the moment and where are the problems in relation to doing that and what might make it what might improve it because i guess it's a real really challenging issue i probably say first and foremost you know we are a, two of a you know two here of a wider group of individuals involved in we share so there's you know at least eight or nine other members of the team involved anywhere from you know i would say even sixth form individuals who have volunteered to be part of we share to uh consultants uh within the system so we, we, we have kind of a range of experience and expertise in people working together and also people who have uh, different time, uh, you know, scheduling uh, capabilities as well. But I think it's, it's fair and it's something that we, you know, the initial response around COVID was to start with something. Let's sort of build at least the initial platform and then iterate and continue to develop this and add layers and layers within it. But at least if we were able to, do, to start with something that could deliver value today to the immediate need, then hopefully that we could be something that we could build on by building more of a community of individuals excited and uh, interested in that. I think the the two other components are one sort of culture, and we are seeing you know some, and and probably difficult to say positives out of COVID. I feel sort of awkward saying it, but some of the silver lining I guess within this difficult pandemic is that it has catalyzed that culture change. So we are starting to see a willingness to. Um, innovate and think outside the box. We're seeing a willingness to probably break down silos because it's not always just about tech and innovation. It's about you know, solutions that may be process solutions or process changes as well. And we're seeing that those friction or that friction that probably existed a bit more pre-COVID uh, reducing. So that's kind of on at least the user culture of the, of the user base. But definitely there's a lot more that we can do and would want to do around how do you continue to drive this forward? Because with all things, you don't want it to become stale or ineffective or, or you know, not have enough fuel in the engine as you described to take it forward. And we've definitely been uh, exploring ways around that. I would, I would probably just add one note and then would love also Ryan to comment is that we've always been very much of the ethos that collaboration is key. So, you know, I think it, it's, you know, it'd be very hard for a group to just say, we own this and we're going to just do this. It's very much about trying to bring together different groups, different bodies, different individuals that want to help drive that change forward. And so we've, even when we started, it was with a group called 7 Billion Ideas who are really innovative and excited about that as well. So we are exploring different opportunities and partnerships that could help us uh, continue to drive this forward as a site, as a resource, and as a, as a benefit tool for, for all those in, in health. Uh, but, but would love also Ryan uh, to comment as well. Yeah, so I completely agree with everything that being said. I think as you said, Matt, the, the, the issue is this is a huge task that we kind of, we talk about it as if it's really simple, that we're going to connect A to B, um, which is fine, but actually it's a massive task. Why would somebody post something? Why would somebody go to a site? How do they then, even if they've got that idea, how do they go forward? So we were never going to be able to put forward on day one the answer to everything. It's just not possible. But we very much took the kind of lean startup type approaches. Let's get something out there. Let's see what's working, what's not. Let's continue to iterate, build, take on feedback, take on criticism, um, and and see where we get to. So we started with the the, the kind of notice board based site, uh, and we're aware of areas where we can kind of continue to develop that. As Nadine said, we're trying to kind of build that culture thing. So we're we're doing online summits as well to get people talking, to get people sharing the challenges. So we did one, a very generic healthcare one a few weeks ago, and next week we have a specific cancer-based one. So we get really senior people to come to work at, at top level and frontline level. What are the challenges in 
just lost you audio wise there for a second, Ryan. Could you say that last bit again? Yeah. What are um, the challenge? What are the challenges in? And what are the challenges in um, uh, both policy and direction setting, and on the front line, in order to get to where we need to be? So we're having these summits to start these conversations and to show that solutions can come from anywhere. So we have um, members of the military coming to join this next um, uh, summit to talk about actually are there learnings we can pick up from them to say, well, actually, how do you deal with segregating people, uh, for example, within a chemical warfare planning? Like, how are you triaging and streaming these these groups that can't mix? Um, and so, uh, and then the final thing is our own podcast that we're we're starting, uh, which will look at talking to those people that have implemented innovations and try to get the personal stories behind why they did it what were the challenges they were looking at how they did it and and how they overcame the usual healthcare frictions so um yeah we 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 knew we wouldn't get the beginning but we want to get something out and then continue to build from there onwards it, it sounds to me like there's a huge amount of value in here and if we just break it down to the to the nuts and bolts of what the healthcare industry costs the UK. It's billions and billions of pounds that are spent on this thing that can be improved in many, many different ways and, and, and platforms and connections and processes and, and forums like you're bringing together should bring optimization and improvement to healthcare delivery. And so it sounds to me like it's something that's well worth funding and building systemically because I speak from sort of 10,000 hours of experience myself in building and working on those platforms and having seen on and being responsible for and part of graveyard stories for platforms is they do need they do need like like apps and app, app is for life not just for christmas they need building and creating and looking after and tending because effectively they're live and living things so so i think i i, I think it sounds like it and it could grow and become a very very significant piece how might healthcare trusts and the raw bodies that support the workers within the system how might they be involved in this? Because it sounds like it, it could be super useful to the Royal College of Nursing, the Royal Society of Medicine, all of those, the Physiotherapy, Child Society of Physiotherapy. They sound like they could all learn and evolve from some of this thinking too and perhaps be a part of the, the system delivery. What are your thoughts on that? I think it's a very good point. And I think it, it, it's probably good for us to share with you and kind of take it a step pre-we share. So when we talked Please about do. a lot of the initiatives that, you know, Ryan, myself, Peter, and others were really trying to drive was, the, the concept, uh, which is not new, the idea of hackathons, you know, how do we actually uh, bring people from different industries and different siloed groups together to break those barriers and think and innovate together. And um, traditionally, we were doing it more with the colleges or with the associations, the surgical groups, uh, the, the clinical groups, the cardiac groups and others, and trying to really think about at a group by group level, how we could try and influence these behaviors and that change that is needed so that you can benefit from that idea of sharing knowledge and taking that forward. And I guess, uh, and, and that's my personal opinion, I see kind of we share as that next step where now rather than doing it with individual groups, we're doing it on a, on a, you know, an online accessible scale. And there's, you know, always opportunities to think about those hackathons in a more virtual, more collective and collaborative approach beyond a particular college or beyond a particular um, group. The other thing I would say also is that through the summits, we have been trying to engage a lot of individuals from all those different uh, groups, committees, even patients. And I think those you know, patients also need to be included and involved within that process. So definitely, you know, we want to do more around that. 
uh, and find ways to continue to engage all the different stakeholders. And, you know, unfortunately, you know, it, it, we know it. I mean, healthcare is complex, right? It's complex. It has a lot of different stakeholders. We haven't even touched on the ideas of pr private and public partnership. You know, how do we actually bring the industry into this? But at least we can try and through solutions like this and ultimately some of the environment that we're in now with COVID, it's really kind of testing the capabilities of our systems, testing the willingness for us to move into this ability to virtually share and virtually collaborate in a pragmatic way. Uh, and hopefully by leading by that example, uh, we can also affect change that way. So, you know, I hope that answers your question, but you know, we, we've tried in, a, in pocketed ways to do it before and we feel that this is probably the next step and probably still very early in that journey of how we really fundamentally change all of healthcare, but but I agree. And, and knowing you personally, Matt, I know you've dedicated many, many, many years of your career to this, um, having yourself been in healthcare before on the front line, and then moving into uh, into this into the group that you are now. So you know, definitely, we equally just us on this call can learn a lot from each other and share a lot of our experiences. I find it particularly interesting, Nadine. Thank you for that. Um, that it is a problem and question finding exercise not just a solution matching piece because i think and i see lots of great stuff come out of hackathons but sometimes um we've been running something we are running something at the moment called the great british design challenge which tries to get thought leaders to try and frame what the questions are and the problems are more than just what the solutions are and it feels like this is this is doing that also because it's finding from the front line where the granular issues are to what could be a bigger, more meta approach, as well as having solutions that are available to implement today. And I think that's it. It needs to be this multi-layered, multi-tiered approach. And with people who have a lot of experience in that, they should be helping propose what the correct questions are for then others to solve. And the hackathon solution way is often brilliant at, at, at that. I kind of ask all my guests this, which is if I had a magic wand, what would it do? What would it deliver? I see lots of challenges in it and I see many, many, many opportunities that you're putting to the table today. What would my magic wand deliver for you both individually? I think the magic wand for WeShare is that it does become a resource that people can go to for collaborating on challenges. So it doesn't actually need to have a, a solution that someone goes to find for a challenge, but say, look, we are struggling with this. And somebody else say, us too, let's kind of, let's work together and, and, and adapt that. But also a kind of repository of amazing stuff that has been put forward that, that is getting out and isn't just being kept in a single department in, in down a corridor in a hospital. So to, to have that resource that people know and trust and can go to. More broadly, uh, if you could, with your magic wand, create a kind of uh, innovation um, comfortable health system uh, that would be a pretty phenomenal achievement so one where a bit like the, the kind of Google system where built into contracts are the ability to spend time tackling problems that aren't even necessarily part of your day-to-day -day work but from that you get amazing things like Gmail or the like button or, or, or whatever it is and uh, so that 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 kind of resource acceptance and culture acceptance for innovation, if you would, please, Matt. Well, that sounds very exciting. Nadine, what about yourself? What's the magic wand delivering for you? I think, you know, I, I really, you know, agree partly with what Ryan is saying and that, you know, we really want WeShare to be a resource. I think what I would really like to see, and I wish, you know, we could move faster, and that's probably just because, you know, we're impatient as well, is that, you know, we, we really want the 
the desire and willingness to adopt new solutions or the willingness and trust to share new solutions to be more widely accepted across the NHS. Uh, from, for various reasons, we often feel that, you know, these solutions or these problems people want to share are often silent or sort of kept silent. And, you know, we want people to find that they, this is a kind of a trusting platform that they can share those solutions, share those problems. And whether it's uh, for fear of sharing or whether it's because people are scared about, you know, issues like IP and others, you know, we really, the, the aim of this is really just about collaboration and about ultimately trying to find ways to deliver the best to our patients and within the NHS and within the health system that we work in. So, you know, that, that's an ask for me within the wider NHS and it's also something I'm trying to do uh, within my own hospital. And I'm, you know, I feel lucky to work with uh, individuals uh, at WeShare because we're all very passionate and very quite mission driven in what we're trying to do. And it sounds to me like there's a very broad opportunity there for people to learn where some of the challenges in the healthcare are in relation to solving those things. So I'm sure if you're in business and you're in the private sector and you're looking for the the issues that need solving, that's a useful resource for them. And potentially if you're if you're in government and you're looking about how you design the new stack of what healthcare could look like moving forward, it should be of use to those guys as well. So. Uh, my mind goes quite broad in relation to the the value proposition uh, of what it could be. So I think it sounds very exciting and very keen to uh, stay in touch and see how see how it how it works and how I can help. Um, perhaps that's a call to other people out there in my community to ask them if they could think of ways to utilise, to support, to develop, to be part of this. What would they do? And I'll bring this to our great British design challenge around sustainable healthcare too to see how that may plug into this. I think it's been really interesting over the last COVID weeks and months to see all these sort of planets coming a little bit closer together in relation to improvements. If they're not all plugged together yet, they're certainly in the same universe. I think if there is a silver lining, it's it's around the opportunities that people are seeing out of out of necessity. I'd probably also add that, you know, what what this has also shown us is that, you know, the world is actually quite a small place and virtually we're, we're all very connected. And, you know, whether this is limited to the UK, but actually more globally, how can we around the world learn from each other as well, from different challenges and different health systems? And, you know, we shouldn't feel restrained or confined to a particular geography. And I think we can all learn from what's happening globally and how people have responded both to COVID, but also to health challenges that they have. It's kind of, you know, what, what I was trying to do originally with Proxima, I think it's what, you know, what we can really do with WeShare uh, as, a, as a wider platform around the world. Mm, absolutely. As thought leaders uh, who have very fortunately a very large, the largest healthcare system in a single system in, in, in the world, I mean, we, we, we have a responsibility, I think, to help people understand all the knowledge that's going on. Excellent. Where might people find out more about you, your work, we share, so they can look into it more and come back and, and get in touch? Yeah, so, um, so obviously the first is our website, uh, which is we share one word dot healthcare um, and that's the kind of the, the core hub but on top of that by going to twitter and we have we sh- at we share healthcare um we share then h l t h c a r e where that's probably our most active uh, as an organization voice out uh, and in addition to that if you go to youtube um we have details of our um, summits, both the recordings from our previous summits uh, and the next ones that will be coming, and it will be where we will be hosting our kind of video conversations and uh, podcasts. 
Brilliant. And Nadine? Same. We shared at healthcare. Excellent. I've really enjoyed finding out about what the proposition is today. I'm definitely going to dig into it in much more details and try and talk to my community and say, how might we work with such a, such a rich body of information and an opportunity? So thank you very much for coming on the podcast today. It's been, been great to talk to you both. Thank pleasure. you for having us. Thanks. A pleasure. that was Drs Ryan Kirstein and Nadine Hashash Haram talking to us about We Share Healthcare. If you have any comments and thoughts on how it can be evolved and how you may be able to help in relation to its application, then please do get in touch with us at hello at weare10.co.uk. Please do continue to follow us on all of your usual uh, podcast providers. And until next time, uh, stay safe, take care, thinking of you all, and goodbye. You've been listening to The 10 Podcast. Subscribe on your preferred podcast provider. Also, do let us know what you think of today's episode.